Russian President Vladimir Putin called the U.S. dollar's drop in dominance, quote, objective and irreversible during the recent BRICS summit in South Africa, as Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa formally agreed to use local currencies instead of the U.S. dollar. It's the first shoe to drop. As demand for the dollar weakens, the buying power of the dollar also weakens. That's why Birch Gold Group is busier than ever. Investors and savers are looking to harness the power of physical gold held in a tax-sheltered IRA. Text MONICA to 989-898 for your free info kit on gold. Thousands of happy customers, an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, and countless five-star reviews, you can count on Birch Gold to help you navigate transitioning an existing IRA or 401k into an IRA in gold. As the U.S. dollar continues to receive pressure from foreign countries, digital currency, and central banks, arm yourself with information on how to protect your savings. Just text MONICA to 989-898 to claim your free info kit from Birch Gold Group right now. Hey guys, I'm Monica Crowley, and this is the Monica Crowley Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me here on this Wednesday as we're in the middle of this very high-velocity breaking news week. This is your go-to for hot liberty, a safe space for all of us thought criminals, independent thinkers, and happy warriors. On social media, Instagram, I am at Monica Crowley underscore and on Twitter and Truth Social, I'm at Monica Crowley. Also by email, I'm at Monica Crowley Podcast at gmail.com. All right, coming up later this week on this show, a very big and important interview. Vivek is, of course, running for the Republican nomination for president. He is running against Donald Trump and a whole array of other Republicans who are either already in the race or might get in. But he's gotten in the race, and I'll tell you something. He is making a profound contribution to our national conversation in a lot of different ways. So Vivek is going to join us here on Friday, and that is going to be really a special conversation. I just want to remind you that I actually did his podcast a couple of weeks ago, and we took the audio file of that conversation and we put it up on my podcast feed as well as a special treat. So you can hear up on my podcast feed where you get these shows, you can hear my extensive and interesting conversation with Vivek, mostly about China and sort of the evolution of the U.S. relationship with China over many decades, uh, starting from the end of World War II through Richard Nixon, who opened the door to China, all the way through Donald Trump and, God help us, Joe Biden. So if you haven't already heard that conversation, go check it out, my podcast feed. And then later this week, we're going to talk to Vivek about his race for president and the issues that got him in this race, the issues that keep him up at night, uh, DEI, ESG, he's been a tech entrepreneur, he's been deep in corporate America, 
He has a lot to say about all those issues, plus education and what is happening to our children. It is going to be a fascinating and wide-ranging conversation. That's coming up here on Friday. And then I promise next week we're going to get to Michelle Obama because yours truly and our friend Joel Gilbert were the first ones out of the box last year, for goodness sakes, talking about this. And now everybody is on the bandwagon. Well, you heard it here first along with Joel Gilbert and his great documentary about this. So I promise you, next week, we're going to deal with that. We've got a lot of other things popping next week as well. Today, though, I do want to focus on what could very well be the biggest scandal in American history. And in a couple of minutes here, we are going to be joined by Devin Nunes, former member of Congress. Now he is running Trump's True Social. But Devin, of course, speaking of people who were early out of the box being right, Devin was uh, as head of the House Intelligence Committee. He was leading the charge on the Russia hoax and uncovered so many facts that only now, years after the fact, are being uh, validated and exposed. Devin is going to be here, and that is going to be, I promise you, an incredible conversation that's coming up here in just a couple of minutes. But first, the Monica memo. Worse than Watergate. This scandal with regard to Russia, Russian collusion on the part of Donald Trump, this scandal is so much bigger, more profound, more corrosive, more destructive than Watergate ever was. And I bring extra credibility to that uh, particular assertion. Having worked for President Nixon during his last years, having had many conversations about Watergate with him, in fact, there's an entire chapter in my second book called Nixon in Winter about all of our conversations about Watergate. Go check out both of my books, Nixon in Winter and Nixon Off the Record. But the conversations I had with him about Watergate are reconstructed in Nixon in Winter. We had extensive conversations about that scandal, and I know a lot about it. The left, the deep state, the propaganda press, they all piled on Nixon for the exact same reasons that they continue to pile on Donald Trump, an outsider they could not control who was a peacemaker, and who wanted to uproot and reform, remake the entire administrative state, basically the entire executive branch. That's what Nixon was going to do and what he started to do in his second term. Mm, Can't have that. Peace breaking out all over. Oh, the military-industrial complex is pissed. Can't have that. Got to get rid of Richard Nixon. Donald Trump? Wanting to do the same thing? Uh, can't have that. Got to destroy him. And so they have, uh, both men have had the kitchen sink thrown at them. Uh, in Nixon's case, they did get his scalp and they never turned back. Because once there's blood in the water with the deep state, forget it. That Their appetite is whetted and they just go to town. And they have for the last 50 or 60 years. The deep state has attacked and removed or at least come close to removing, severely damaging anybody who poses an existential threat to them. Doesn't just have to be presidents. 
although plenty of them have been in the crosshairs from Nixon to Reagan to George uh, W. Bush. Remember, millions of people in the streets, war criminal and all of that. All the way through, of course, Donald Trump. Um, But then you've got people like Robert Bork, Clarence Thomas, all the way through Brett Kavanaugh. And I mean, the assault on the conservative Supreme Court justices is carrying on to this day. So the deep state and their useful idiots in the propaganda press, in unions, on the streets, in our institutions, they are relentless. They never stop. And so I wanted to bookmark uh, this conversation today by beginning with Watergate, because that really was the first modern deep state created scandal that they leveraged to get rid of an unwanted president, wanted by the people, just not wanted by the deep state, because again, uncontrollable. Watergate was a uh, two-bit burglary. It was basically meaningless. Oh, going into the DNC. No, now we know that uh, the burglars who were actually deep state operatives had big deep state connections to the CIA and the FBI. But You know, we're hearing now with new books coming out and new revelations based on new evidence that, in fact, they weren't there for political secrets. They were there to try to get a call girl list because the DNC was running a call girl ring out of the DNC headquarters. And John Dean, who was Nixon's White House counsel, his fiancée, soon-to-be wife, Maureen, well, her roommate and best friend was one of the hookers or certainly one of the madams running this operation, and the theory is that Dean ordered the break-in to try to grab control of the black book sitting in the desk of the secretary, who was also part of this, uh, who sat right outside Larry O'Brien, the head of the DNC's office. So it really had nothing to do with political secrets and political ammunition and had everything to do with something else. But the deep state set it up and then leveraged it. And just like Trump, Nixon, how, how would you know any different, right? You just walk right into it. You walk right into the trap. You believe that you are surrounded in your White House and administration by people who believe like you do. Because after all, you appointed them, or at least most of them, not the careers, but the political appointees, you appointed them. You're all on the same page, right? You all have the same collective view of what you want to accomplish during this administration. You're there to protect and serve the president, right? And his agenda. Wrong. Wrong. Nixon made that assumption that was a mistake. Trump made that assumption that was a mistake. You can't fault them. Human nature, you want to believe everybody is good. You want to believe that your appointees are on your side. But I don't think Donald Trump will ever make that mistake again. I think he will be very, very careful in terms of who he appoints. But I wanted to bookmark this conversation, starting with Watergate, which was a nothing deal. Okay, tiddlywinks. Compared to what the Democrats have done for decades, every day, all day long. I mean, go all the way back to Franklin Roosevelt. But then you've got the Kennedy brothers sicking the IRS on political opponents. You've got Lyndon Johnson doing all kinds of misdeeds. And then you go all the way through the Bill Clinton and Hillary Clinton years, God help us, all the way through Barack Obama and Joe Biden. I mean, 
eye-poppingly criminal stuff that, of course, the Democrats get away with because they're all of a piece with the deep state and they've got the protection of the press. So you start with Watergate, which is basically hopscotch, all the way through the Russia hoax, which, again, is so much worse and more destructive to our country than that two-bit break-in ever was. We got the Durham report finally this week, at long last. And, you know, it finally proves what we all knew all along. Mrs. Clinton, the FBI, the DOJ, our intelligence agencies, crafted and weaponized a lie to frame, discredit, and destroy Donald Trump. Well, this week we got, finally, at long last, the Durham report. And it finally proves what we knew all along. Mrs. Clinton, the FBI, the DOJ, the CIA, our intelligence agencies, crafted and weaponized a lie to frame, discredit, and destroy Donald Trump. This was a treasonous coup. Watergate also was a treasonous coup, but this one was far more widespread and institutional, which makes it worse than Watergate, okay? This was a treasonous coup. Nobody has been held accountable, a couple of low-level people, and because a couple of low-level people, that's how corrupt the system is. Everybody involved in the Russia collusion hoax knew it was a lie and ran with it anyway. That's how badly they wanted to stop Trump from taking power away from them and returning it to you. All Donald Trump wanted to do was take the power away from them or at the very least, reduce their power and return it to the hands of the American people where it belongs, where the founding fathers intended. But, oh, can't have that. Can't have their absolute grip on power slipping. No way. And so they launched this worse-than-Watergate hoax. And some of the reporting shows that they actually hatched this idea in late 2015. That's how long ago this was. Remember, Trump announces in June of 2015. And then toward the end of that year, when they saw that this man had real traction with the American people, but before a single primary had begun, they began cooking this up. And by they, I mean Mrs. Clinton. All roads lead to Barack and Hillary. When we come back, I really want to break this apart, okay? Because we've now set the historical context and framework for what we're about to discuss here. So let's hit a quick break. And when we come back, I want to take more of this apart. Also, we've got Devin Nunes coming up. Sit tight. Okay, everybody, listen up. We all want to be healthier, right? Well, to get there, we have to have a healthier diet, which is not always easy to do. I can attest to that. You know, that shredded lettuce in a double-double 
and the fruit filling in a donut are amazing, but they do not count toward the recommended five servings of fruits and vegetables a day. Sorry to be the one to break it to you, but they don't. I don't always eat healthy either, but I will share that the Mayo Clinic says if you want to help prevent heart disease, lower blood pressure, and cholesterol, eat five servings of fruits and vegetables every day. I don't, and you probably won't. That's why I take Field of Greens. Unlike other supplements, each fruit and each vegetable in Field of Greens was medically selected by doctors to support your vital organs, like the heart, lungs, kidneys, and the immune system. Flu season is here, and I trust Field of Greens to help me stay healthy. Field of Greens works fast and tastes so good. It's really delicious, guys, and you'll feel better with more energy and you'll notice your skin, hair, and nails will look healthier too. I certainly noticed that in me since I started taking Field of Greens. If you don't always eat right and exercise, join me and take Field of Greens. Let me get you started with 15% off your first order. Visit fieldofgreens.com and use promo code MONICA. That's promo code MONICA at fieldofgreens.com, fieldofgreens.com. Welcome back. All right. So they get the Russia hoax underway. And I just want to say this before we get into some of these details. It takes an incredibly um, sophisticated criminal mind to develop something like the Russia hoax. I mean, I consider myself pretty intelligent. I could not dream this up in a million years. But people who are in the deep state for a long time and are critical players in the deep state for a long time, like Mrs. Clinton, have no problem dreaming up this kind of stuff. This is, this is the kind of mentality and these are the kinds of resources that the deep state is supposed to be using against our worst enemies, terrorist organizations, drug cartels, Iran, state sponsors of terror, regimes like China and Russia, they are not supposed to be turned inward to their political enemies. In fact, that is incredibly illegal. All of this is incredibly illegal. Weaponizing intelligence and law enforcement against the American people? Oh, no. No, we have never seen anything like this before. But Donald Trump represented a very particular and singular threat to them. And especially to Mrs. Clinton. Remember the context of this, guys, okay? I think Mrs. Clinton has kind of gotten lost in this. And of course, all roads lead to Barack, but hold your horses on that one. Let's focus on Mrs. Clinton for a minute. Mrs. Clinton was a power law student at Yale on her way until she met Bill Clinton. And then she decided, the feminist that she was, to hitch her wagon to a man. And so she did. She saw that this guy was going places. He wanted a political career, wanted to be governor of Arkansas, and then all the way up to president. And my God, she was going to ride his coattails with him. And then once she helped him get elected, it was going to be her turn. And so this woman 
who gave up her entire life in service of Bill Clinton and his ambitions, including eating a lot of shit. This woman put up with a lot of shit. Humiliation after humiliation, Jennifer Flowers, Juanita Broderick, Paula Jones, the whole ball of wax, Monica Lewinsky. She put up with all of it for only one reason, to be president of the United States. She was first lady for eight years. She schlepped through upstate New York, campaigning to be a United States senator for years. Then she schlepped around the world as Secretary of State, building up that foreign policy portfolio, all to be President of the United States. And when she first ran, she was like, this is it. This is fantastic. I am going to win. This is going to be it. I have done it. That was in 2008. And guess what? Guess who came out of nowhere? Barack Obama. Boom, she was down. She was down on the ground, flat on her ass. She could not believe that this happened to her. She could not believe it. Who is this guy? And of course, being a Democrat, she had to abide by the identity politics rubric, the identity politics uh, uh, pyramid, the hierarchy of uh, those who are oppressed, So as a woman, she checked a box, but oh, she's white. And here comes a black man. Oh, no. Oh, no. (laughs) She had to stand aside. She fought the good fight, but he beat her out. And so there it was. So, of course, she was throwing lamps at Bill's head and then decided, well, by God, she had not given up her entire life to not win So she let Obama do his thing. She became a secretary of state under him and, uh, you know, maximized, maximized the experience under Obama. And then by God, in 2016, it was really going to be her turn. And she ended up being the nominee that time. But once again, history repeated itself and bam, out of nowhere, Donald Trump. She could not believe that she lost to Donald Trump. She could not believe it. And starting in 2015, when they were seeing that he was gaining traction and his poll numbers were climbing, that's out of her sick mind when she developed the Russia hoax. Mrs. Clinton is the root of so much evil. Man alive, did we dodge a bullet when she was defeated, not once but twice by Obama and Trump, but she is still inflicting tremendous damage on this country. They do not care. They do not care about the country. In fact, worse than that, they seek to destroy the country. So therefore, they have to destroy anybody who seeks to bring the country back and make it stronger and more prosperous. Those people need to be destroyed. So like the good Alinskyite that she is, like the good deep state operative that she is, Mrs. Clinton set about to execute her plan to paint Donald Trump as a Russian asset. And she knew that she could have her fellow deep staters uh, by her side fanning the flames and getting this plot off the ground. 
the corrupt operatives at the DOJ and FBI, the corrupt operatives in the intelligence agencies like the CIA. All she had to do was pick up a phone and say, yo, I got this plan, you in? And of course they were all in because they all hated Trump and they loved her and they wanted her to be president. So no arm twisting involved or necessary. And so she launched this and throughout the entire 2016 race and then beyond after Donald Trump was elected, they kept this going. They kept it going because, again, they don't give a flying shit about the country. So the more damage inflicted on the country, the better. Um, And as a side note, destroying Donald Trump, well, that was just gravy, right? Her ego could not take losing to Trump. She had a hard enough time losing to Obama. But remember, this woman's whole identity Her whole psyche is built around being president. So the idea that she would lose first to Obama, which she may have understood, okay? But to lose to Trump, no, 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 no. And everybody around her in all of these institutions and in the deep state agreed. We cannot have this. So we will do whatever it takes to stop this man, okay? But now with the uh, Durham report finally out, here's what we know. First, the Mueller investigation, remember that was the original investigation, came out, I think, in 2019. Well, that was said to look into the allegations that Trump was a stooge of Moscow, which was, of course, absurd on his face. But that was the lie that Mrs. Clinton cooked up and then ran with, um, with all of the support. And of course, Mueller found no collusion. Duh. Now we've got this Durham investigation, which has been ongoing now for a couple of years, into the origins of Crossfire Hurricane, which was the, uh, the name of the FBI probe into whether or not Trump or his campaign colluded with the Russians to win the election. Okay. He also found nothing. Duh. Both so-called investigations were actually the cover-ups of their crimes. These were not legit investigations, searches for the truth, bullshit. These quote-unquote investigations were meant to buy time so that the deep state could continue to scramble, and they were meant as cover-ups of their own crimes. The crimes of Barack Obama and Hillary Clinton, the crimes of the DOJ and FBI, the crimes of the CIA and other intelligence agencies. These investigations were not legit investigations. They were the cover-ups. They're covering their own dirty tracks, covering their own asses. That's how corrupt the system is. I mean, what Durham has unearthed here in terms of all kinds of criminal offenses and unethical behavior, it's just beyond belief. And the laundry list of people who were deeply involved in this, obviously Barack and Joe Biden, in fact, they were briefed. Let me pull this story here. Joe Biden, the current president, air quotes, 
Um, he was made aware of what Hillary had cooked up, that Trump was some sort of Russian agent, when he was briefed in the White House uh, on August 3rd, 2016. And in that meeting was Obama. Biden was there too. Uh, James Comey, Susan Rice, other senior administration officials all there to hear this lie, which was delivered to them by then CIA director John Brennan. Brennan specifically informed the group of Mrs. Clinton's approval of a plan to paint Trump as a Russian asset. Okay, so you have the head of the CIA, the head of the FBI, You've got top White House officials, including the vice president and president of the United States, and they all were briefed on this lie, and they were all like, go ahead, do it. Pull out all of the stops. There were no consequences to this. Nobody stopped and said, gee, that might not be a great idea. The Watergate tapes have Richard Nixon tossing out an idea of, well, gee, maybe we should try to enlist the CIA to stop the FBI's investigation into Watergate. And then a couple of seconds later, Nixon goes, oh, no, 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 we can't do that. Forget I even said it. Something to that effect. But the fact that he was just talking out loud and threw it out there, that was one of the grounds for his impeachment. And yet here you've got the president on down being like, hey, CIA, FBI, run with it. By all means necessary, stop it. And you had all these players on down from Brennan and Clapper to Comey, McCabe, Strzok, Page, the entire corrupt lot. They were helping to orchestrate the thing and to keep the lies flowing all over the news, all over Twitter, just going nonstop with the lies. All of these people deeply corrupt. And now Andrew McCabe, listen to what he said yesterday about all of this. Roll it. There is nothing new here. Uh, and what, what he does present in the report, though, I will give him credit for this. He's entirely consistent with the prejudging of this investigation that he communicated, uh, you know, a month or so into in starting it. We knew from the very beginning exactly what John Durham was going to conclude. And that's what we saw today. We knew from the very beginning this was never a legitimate investigation. This was a political errand to exact some sort of retribution on Donald Trump's perceived enemies in the FBI. That's what Mr. Durham has done. I'm sorry, excuse me? Andrew McCabe now saying that, oh, we knew all along that the Durham probe wasn't legit. It was only a political errand. Yeah, we knew that. And we stand by our Russia investigation and we were on to something. These people are pathological liars. But understand if you're dealing with the deep state operatives like this, they have been trained to lie. Every good spy is trained to lie. Lie with a straight face. Pass a lie detector test. They're all trained to do it. So, you know, this is why they're on TV nonstop. Brennan, Clapper, Strzok, McCabe. Some of them have like MSNBC or CNN contracts, these liars. They're trained to lie. And now our propaganda press has also been trained to lie. Boy, I'm really psyched for the moment that the New York Times and the Washington Post give back their Pulitzer Prizes for quote unquote reporting on these lies. 
They were being fed all of this bullshit and they just regurgitated it. They weren't breaking ground. They weren't doing heavy duty investigative reporting. They were fed this stuff. They knew that it was a pack of lies. They ran with it anyway, all over the front pages for years on end, smearing and attacking in order to destroy a duly elected president. You're going to grow old here waiting for them to give back those awards because they will never. They have no shame because they are also operatives of the deep state. I just want to conclude here before we turn to Devin Nunes. Our institutions, including the most fearsome ones, the DOJ and FBI, are incredibly and irredeemably corrupt. They were used and continue to be used by radical communists seeking to push their agenda, harass and prosecute their political opponents, jail them, and fundamentally transform the nation, as all good communists do. This is straight out of the Marxist handbook. We have seen this time and again in every country that has Marxism. Straight out of the handbook. Not a big mystery here, guys, about what's actually going on irredeemably corrupt. All of these institutions must be raised to the ground, starting with the FBI. They cannot be reformed. They must be disbanded and reconstructed from scratch with only the non-corrupt. That's it. There is no other way. And if you're a Republican running for president, that's what we all want to hear. That's what we need to hear. Trump has said it, that he will dismantle the administrative state. Well, Monica, he was in there for four years and didn't do it. Yet he didn't do it because he was hamstrung by all of this. Now he understands it, he gets it, and he will do it. I'd like to hear where Governor DeSantis and others stand on this. Vivek Ramaswamy is going to join us here on Friday. We're going to ask him. Let's hear it. Because this corruption is destroying us. We cannot allow it for one more day. And I mean, we've got another year and a half under Joe Biden, the most corrupt president we have ever had. So we're going to have to just force our way through this next time period. But going forward, we have to draw a line. And the only way we're going to fix it is by having someone with balls to take these institutions by the throat and dismantle them. That's it. No hedging, no cutting a few marginal people, no pussyfooting around, no, well, we'll clean out the top leadership, but we'll keep everybody else because they're, no, no. Raise the entire institution of the FBI to the ground. The good agents and other people, if they want to reapply, they can, but they will be fully vetted. It's got to be the whole hog. If you're not willing to do that, get the bleep out. Because if we don't do this, nothing else will matter. Okay, when we come back, we're going to be joined by the great Devin Nunes with his thoughts on what he has now learned from the Durham report, given that he was out there swinging pretty much by himself for a long time. He has also been completely exonerated along with Donald Trump. So sit tight for that. First, though, guys, you know, we all need our strength in these battles. 
we need to be as healthy as possible to take on all of this, okay? And I know it's really hard to eat healthy when you're so busy traveling, taking care of the kids, daily hustle, listening to this podcast. It can be really hard to get the daily recommended vegetables and fruits in your diet. That's why I take Field of Greens. That's how I have my strength to fight all these battles. Field of Greens is whole organic fruits and vegetables, not a watered down supplement. And it's backed by a better health promise. Each ingredient in Field of Greens was scientifically chosen to support vital organs like heart, lungs, and kidney health. Others support my immune system, blood pressure, metabolism, and healthy weight loss. Let me get you started with 15% off. Visit fieldofgreens.com and use promo code MONICA. Like me, you'll probably look and feel healthier fast and have way more energy. But your best proof will be at your next checkup when your doctor says, hey, whatever you're doing, it's working. Keep it up. To get 15% off, visit fieldofgreens.com and use promo code MONICA. That's promo code MONICA at fieldofgreens.com. We're coming right back with Devin Nunes. Well, I'm absolutely delighted to welcome back to the show the great Devin Nunes. Devin is, of course, the CEO of the Trump Media and Technology Group, True Social. If you're not on it, get on it. I'm on it. And in fact, the president now is regularly re-truthing some of my truth posts, which is always still a thrill. He's also a former California congressman who led the charge as head of the House Intelligence Committee to expose the Russia hoax and the conspiracy to destroy President Trump. He is the only person I wanted to talk to today about the Durham report, and he joins us now. Devin, welcome back. Monica, it's great to be with you. It's always so nice to talk to you. And as I said, both here and off the air before we started, that I really, really wanted to talk to you yesterday uh, for today's show about what we have seen now with this Durham report, which was long awaited. So, uh, you know, just to put it into context for people, because time moves very fast and people forget, Mm -hmm. as head of the House Intel Committee, you were absolutely central to exposing early on so many elements of the Russia hoax which Mrs. Clinton, her campaign, and the Democrats made up out of whole cloth and then leveraged to try to destroy President Trump. Now that we have this Durham investigation wrapped up, we've got this report, which proves it was all a lie, which of course we knew from the beginning. I'd love to hear your reaction to what you have seen and heard from this report. Can you take us through it? Sure, Monica. So I would start with, let's start with the good. The good is you kind of see this as an exclamation point on all of the work that's been done on this major political scandal. I I would say it's the largest political scandal in in modern U.S. history by a long way. And I say that largely because a lot of what you see coming now, it's still it's still ongoing whether it's because they got away with what they did in 2016, essentially making the DOJ and the Democrat or the DOJ and the FBI, and it looks like other government agencies, part of the Democratic Party propaganda machine and willing, and it basically turned this country into a banana republic, a third world country. 
And I think that's the significance of what we're dealing with here. So a lot of people, you know, I've a lot of the left wing, well, let's forget what the the loony left mainstream media, they're just totally ignoring it, calling it a nothing burger. Uh, but even, you know, the people that try to get it right say, well, this this happened a long, a long time ago. And it's like, no, this is still ongoing. So I guess let's take the good. Uh, it put an exclamation point to all of, of the work that we did back in 2017 and 18 to uncover this. It also just reconfirmed Inspector General Horowitz report. So we do have a nice set of facts. The American people now have a nice set of facts out there. We pretty much know what went on from roughly around the 1st of August 2016 uh, all the way through to what they were doing with the confidential human sources and how they were they were messing with that, what they were willing to pay. We learned a few new names that throughout this process that we didn't know. So I think that's that's all good. Uh, in terms of where we go from here, uh, it's it's really problematic because uh, Durham was not able to bring any prosecutions for whatever reason against the DOJ or the FBI. That's problem number one. Problem number two, the whole Mueller special counsel and that witch hunt, you know, there was nothing done on that issue, which I always said, and you'll probably remember this at the time, I was very confused back in 2017 when, and I said this all through 17 and 18, but when Trump fired Comey, now in the rear view, that was obviously very smart considering what we learned in the, in the Durham report. But you move forward and if you move forward from there, Comey, Comey's the problem, but then Mueller comes in after Comey. And I said, you know, basically the Mueller went on and on and on but we knew the day that Mueller walked in the door along with his pit bull, Andrew Weissman, the former DOJ attorney, they brought in all these people uh, that were supposed to get Trump. But the day they walked in the door, they knew there was no evidence whatsoever of Russia collusion, period. Full stop. That's it. There was none. So it was always, as we said at the time, the Mueller witch hunt was an investigation looking to make up crimes to target a president. It was, as Lee Smith called it in his second book, after he wrote The Plot Against the President, which chronicled our investigation, he wrote the second book that was called The Permanent Coup. And really, I think that's a good way to describe what we're dealing with here. This was this is just a permanent coup that we re remain in today. So so he did not do, so, so for whatever reason, he didn't look into anything to do with Mueller. And I don't know how that's even possible because the whole thing that they did was first they tried an October surprise, the Clinton campaign working with the FBI and DOJ. They wanted an October surprise to cover up just in case Hillary's emails came out, which they never did. But they thought that this could be the, the cover up. Didn't work. Trump wins in 2016. Well, then Mueller, that whole Mueller scam was launched to take out President Trump. So how Durham and, and I don't know if Barr set this up, but. You know, I think there's some questions here for Barr that need to be answered, but that, that nothing happened there. Uh, didn't even look into Mueller, which Mueller was part of the whole problem. Uh, and then the third issue is, is that he didn't go after, he didn't even go after, nobody in the DOJ FBI got prosecuted. And it looks like from at least the initial readings, many of those top players didn't get, didn't even get interviewed. They didn't get subpoenaed. And I guess they, I guess they, he asked if they would voluntarily sit for an interview. So that's 
just very confusing. So kind of coming full circle on this, that's the quick good and the bad, I would say, of, of Durham. Um, you know, where, where does it go now? It's really now, I think, up to the Republicans in the House uh, to take what Durham's good work, the good work, which is it really kind of nailed it down during that that initial time period uh, to, you know, roughly what is there a dozen really bad actors, a dozen to, to maybe 18 really bad actors. Those people really need to be need to be looked at. And I think Durham's ruled out anybody below that. This really was done at the highest levels of our government. Um, and, and what was uh, really just, uh, it was a coup at the time, and it continues to be a coup today because we're still, we're dealing with the Department of Justice and FBI that are more corrupt than ever. And I can only point to, you know, what happened to you know, the Mar-a-Lago raid. And now there's another special counsel um, who is, a, a, you know, completely uh, uh, left-wing and a Trump hater, which is, you know, in and of itself crazy. They, they picked the biggest lunatic to do this. Um, and then you you juxtapose that with the special prosecutor that's been put uh, put to go after Biden uh, and his documents, uh, his his real document scandal is a guy that we know is a Russian hoaxer back in the days, but he's with Rosenstein. I mean, you can't make this up. So it's an incestuous relationship there. If you look at it, I think Bill Barr's got Bill Barr and Durham have real questions to answer. I think at the end of the day here, and, and I've been a defender of of both Barr and Durham, but uh, you know, how do you run an investigation like this and not interview and subpoena these people that we've talked about? The corruption runs so deep, Devin, and you very early on were onto this and exposing it, and you took a lot of slings and arrows, took a lot of incoming, you and Kesh Patel and others who were excavating the facts and the truth and were horrified by what you were saying. Again, this is very early on, 2017, 2018, 2019, and so on. Um, a couple of things based on what you just said, Devin. First of all, you used the phrase banana republic. I've said repeatedly on this show and elsewhere that this is worse than a banana republic because in a banana republic, you usually do not have a durable, long-standing constitution. You don't have the rule of law. You don't have these long-standing traditions of how things are done, due process, et cetera. In this country, we do have all of those things, and they mm -hmm. were still dismantled and disregarded. So this is worse than a yeah. banana republic. That's number one. Number two, you mentioned the Mueller investigation, and now we're here on the Durham investigation. I have just said right before you came on that both of those investigations were not legit investigations at all. They were designed to buy time so that the deep state could cover their own asses and these investigations, quote unquote, were actually the cover-ups of their own crimes. So Mueller was the cover-up for the, the crimes of Mrs. Clinton, Barack Obama, his entire White House, the DOJ, FBI, CIA. And Durham was the longstanding cover-up uh, for, for the rest of it. To, to continue to buy time, to run out the clock. I mean, here we are eight years later after this thing first began in what, late 2015, 2016? And only yeah. now are we getting the facts? So they run out the clock, so it's just a whimper. And everybody shrugs and goes, oh, this is ancient news. 
But both of these things were not legit investigations. They were cover-ups of their own crimes. And I'm sorry to say, but Robert Mueller and Durham, they were all in on this. They're all a party to it. This is how deep the corruption goes. Yeah, so I would say that, you know, I understand your point. Um, and I can't say that I, you know, I don't disagree with you completely. I, I, I'm going to reserve judgment on Durham. Um, and that is because, and this is what I was kind of mentioning to you about Barr, because we don't know what the specific instructions were to Durham, uh, because I find it very strange that Durham did not look into, and this gets into the weeds of the Russia hoax, but for some reason, he doesn't start his investigation until of what everything he looked at until July late July, early August of 2016. And as you probably know, that doesn't make sense because so much of this started with George Papadopoulos and Carter Page before that. And so that's one question that I would have for Durham now. So it's possible, Monica, that Durham, I guess what I'm getting at is I don't want to throw this, I don't want to disparage Durham at this point himself because we don't know what instructions he gave, but that's clearly kind of the first question would be, Mr. Durham, what, what happened before July? Now, if he says, oh, I couldn't look at that, well, boom, that can then goes back to Bill Barr. And then you have to ask, mm -hmm. well, what is Bill Barr covering up? Why would Durham not have the authorization to go back and look at what, what happened there? And then I also think the other question Durham you know, has to answer is, why would you not you know, interview, let's just talk about McCabe and Strzok, um, who I don't know if you talked about them earlier on your on your show or not here today, but McCabe was the deputy director of the FBI, clearly involved in this. Durham, you know, pretty you know, lays that all out, and Strzok was the lead FBI investigator. These guys are going on television right now, just in the, since this report's come out, and they're still running their mouths. And that's what really worries me about all of this is is that you know the fake news media, these guys that were involved at the highest level. I mean, for lack of a better term, they don't really give a shit, but they really, you can tell by their just willingness to just cavalier, you know, you know, just shooting, you know, rapid fire, just blow, you know, blowing up. Oh, nothing burger. Ha ha ha. They didn't get nothing. It should have never been done in the first place. I mean, even Weissman was, was involved in some of this. So guys that were the, at the top of all this, you know, who should have been not only fired, they were fired, should not have had pensions, should have been, um, you know, should have been indicted uh, on on what are you know several charges that that are out there to not even get interviewed. That's very strange. That's very very strange. And so that's the only place that I would differ is we don't know. And I kind of said this when we when we started out. I think for the first time, there's real questions about now. What did Barr actually instruct the special counsel to do? If you didn't look at what happened before July, that makes no sense because Carter Page was clearly set up before July of 16. Yes. And then and then you have uh, later you have, you know, this issue while Durham's going on and he's doing, you know, and he's and, you know, he brought these kind of strange charges against, um, you know, he got the one conviction of the FBI agent who's already skated. But then he brought these strange, um, I wouldn't say strange, they deserve to be indicted. But of course, in Washington, D.C. area where, you know, they all skated, the juries just, you know, met for an hour and let them off. I thought Durham, you know, you know, presented those cases fairly well. And I think what 
you know, you look at guys like myself, John Ratcliffe, Gowd, uh, Trey Gowdy, who were all part of this, the initial investigation that uncovered all this, this scandal. All of us looked at it and said, wow, Durham is moving towards a, a massive conspiracy charge against against because he put the DOJ and the FBI on trial. The fact that that didn't happen leads me to believe either Barr didn't give him the clear direction or Merrick Garland uh, said, you're not going there and maybe threatened to shut him down. And Durham thought, I'm just giving Durham the benefit of the doubt. Maybe he maybe this was all he had the uh, permission to go and do, which interesting you know, would, would be pretty concerning. There's something strange about all this. This is not of what Durham was able to look into. He did a really good job. But then it was like there were these walls of things he didn't look at, which is just hard to explain. Interesting. So he could have been hamstrung by either uh, uh, Bill Barr and or Merrick Garland. Is that right? Yes. And, And well, he was. Well, look, he was hamstrung. Okay, that's without question. So now you have to, because of, of the issues that I, and I know we're deep in the weeds here into, into the Russia hoax, but but let me just try to be very, very clear about what, what I mean. The Russia hoax started in late 2015, for sure was rolling by the spring of 2016. FBI's involved, Carter Page is involved, the guy that they set up. You know, we we have all those facts. There's too much circumstantial evidence that shows this was in full operation. The Clinton campaign's involved, the DNC's involved, the FBI's involved, DOJ's involved way before the end of July of 2016. So that Durham didn't look at that, at least from what I can tell. Then you have the fact that there's, I don't know, let's just call it eight, roughly eight of the top people who weren't interviewed. So there's only a few ways that that could have happened. It could have happened on the instructions that that Barr gave. It's one option. It could have been a option that Garland did not uh, told him that he couldn't that he had to stop and that he couldn't go anymore. That he couldn't interview these people. Could have been a combination of both. Or I just think the less likely one is that Durham, this career thirty year prosecutor that everybody says is so is is you know has a stellar reputation. That Durham just somehow said, oh, I'm not going to look at those. I I just think that third option is hard to believe. Mm -hmm. It really is stunning as you just laid it out, because a lot of us, including myself, were very fast and are very fast to pile on Durham here with these low level prosecutions and only securing one conviction on one minor charge of lying to the FBI, some email, Kleinsmith, whatever it is. And I think there's tremendous frustration, Devin, that the big guns of this conspiracy, the people who knew about it, certainly, certainly the woman who devised the lie in the first place, Mrs. Clinton. But then of course, Barack Obama, Joe Biden, John Brennan, James Clapper, James Comey, uh, Peter Strzok, Lisa Page, the uh, Andrew McCabe, the entire corrupt lot is walking free. Okay, Devin, I'm going to ask you to please sit tight because there's so much more I want to get to with you, okay? First, though, you guys have heard me talk a lot about Nutrafol for a very long time, and that's because Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist-recommended hair growth supplement, clinically shown to improve your hair growth, thickness, and visible scalp coverage for both men and women. For my listeners, 
When you use promo code MONICA, you will get $10 off your very first month subscription. This offer is only available to U.S. customers for a limited time, plus free shipping on every order. Nutrafol is the hair growth supplement that goes beyond genetics to target stress, hormones, nutrition, metabolism, aging, and lifestyle factors that may be impacting your hair. Thinning is different for men and women. And Nutrafol has multiple unique formulas for men and women to provide exactly what they need based on their biology and age. Every formula is physician formulated using natural medical grade ingredients for reliable results without compromises. In clinical studies, 72% of men saw more scalp coverage and 86% of women saw improved hair growth after just six months. Nutrafol is also trusted and recommended by more than 3,000 top doctors. You can grow thicker, healthier hair and support our show by going to Nutrafol.com and entering the promo code MONICA to save $10 off your first month subscription. This offer is only available to U.S. customers for a limited time, plus free shipping on every order. So get $10 off at Nutrafol.com, spelled N U. T-R-A-F-O-L, Nutrafol.com, promo code Monica. We're coming right back. Okay, we're back now with former member of Congress, Devin Nunes, and he is also the CEO of Trump's Truth Social. I think there is so much frustration out there that these criminals are walking free. Many of them have cable news contracts. That they yeah. they continue to lie through their teeth. One is the sitting president of the United States. His national security advisor, Jake Sullivan, was hip deep in this conspiracy, as you know <laughs> yeah. as well. And yeah, they're all absolutely. just going along with their lives. Well, President yeah. Trump and everybody on down That's... have had their lives completely ruined. Yeah, and many people were destroyed. But you know what? You bring up a very good point. Uh, that should not be lost on people. And that is that Jake Sullivan was working for the Clinton campaign back in 16 and was clearly involved in the dissemination uh, of this of this propaganda, of this uh, what was really slanderous defamation of the worst kind because it's accusing Donald Trump of crimes in 2016. And many of his his you know people, volunteers on his campaign, by the way, they always say they were Trump campaign people. Uh, other than Paul Manafort, they were all just people volunteering on the campaign. Which you know sends the chill. I mean, who wants to participate in Democrat and in, in, um, in our democratic process and elections? Um, you know, especially working for Trump, uh, when you know people can just make stuff up about you, and and you know you can't even volunteer without the threat of being uh, of of being targeted by our own government. And so I guess where we're at, Monica, with this is is now this is really in the in the Republican Congress's hands, um, Durham. Did a like like we talked about back to the good. It's a very thorough, clean report for what he was able to look at, and it really sets the table. And now the Republican Congress needs to decide what they're going to do. Jim Jordan, the Weaponization of Government Committee that's been created, he's invited Durham to come and speak. Um, I don't know what's going to happen there, um, but I would say that if it were me, and I obviously if I was still in Congress. Um, I would look at either, you know, some some part of that weaponization committee. There needs to be a separate committee just set up to look at 
this the Durham report and to go in there and see the weak, you know, see the flaws, see the see see the things that weren't done, uh, and they need to go back in there now and bring these people, uh, put them under investigation. That would be my recommendation. Um, so if you're going to have bring finality to this, if you really are going to track this down and and to to the end, it's now Durham basically threw this back to the Congress's hands, uh, well, and now Congress has to decide what to go go do with it. And I would start with, you know, a lot of subpoenas going out to the people that Durham clearly laid out for the American people have a problem, but never answered to him. So they should have to answer to the United States Congress. And we'll see if uh, if that's what they're going to do. What you're laying out absolutely has to happen. I think in a lot of people's minds, Devin, that is the bare minimum. Uh, given what we've just been through here. Look, I worked with President Nixon during the last years of his life. This is mm -hmm. so much bigger and worse and more destructive than Watergate ever was. Yeah. It, I mean, it is, is, it is. Right? It's ridiculous. I mean, it's so, you know, everybody says it's worse than Watergate or worse than Watergate. I mean, this doesn't even, this doesn't even compare, like Watergate's nothing compared to this, zero. I mean, Watergate's just something that's been built up over the years. And, you know, I've, you, I mean, you knew Nixon very, very well. I didn't, you know, I only met him once, uh, but, you know, it was later in life. But, but this is what, what Nixon did does not even compare to any of this. It's not even in the same ballpark. It's so bad. I mean, it's just so bad. You know, the layers and layers and layers of all the people that were involved uh, in this, um, it's hard to fathom. Um, you know, it's sad that in our American lexicon now and all over the world, everybody says, oh, it's worse than Watergate. I mean, so it's kind of got like this bad content. Watergate's kind of a thing of its own. This is the new Watergate, the Russia hoax. I mean, anybody who ever touched this shouldn't be involved in government. And as we know, these guys all went on. They all got promotions. The people who were involved in 16, uh, either working for Obama or working for the Clinton campaign. They're all promoted, spread throughout government some at the highest levels of government, you mentioned Sullivan, or they went off to off to get great TV contracts and book contracts that quite frankly, I don't even know how those are being, how are those even being supported? You know, how many books did Peter Strzok really sell? I don't know, it's kind of strange. You know, it's they, just, you know, I, I use the Watergate example and I was talking about this before I brought you on Devin, but look, that they tried, to rig the 2016 election with this massive election interference. They tried to distract us with uh, Russian election interference when they knew that they were the ones doing it. And of course, they kept the lie going with the help of the propaganda press, some of which like the New York Times and Washington Post received Pulitzer Prizes for yeah. quote unquote reporting the lies. So there is so much wreckage here and the corruption runs so deep, but the wreckage that hobbled a duly elected president for four years, they rigged the 2020 election in different ways, new and creative ways, but now we have had two presidential elections involving Donald Trump that have been rigged with a whole series of lies and machinations that our side can't even begin to dream of, right? The final point that, that that I think I'll make, just to bring this all into perspective, to build on what you're saying, they got it. They did this first with Benghazi in the 2012 election. 
they hid that, uh, didn't really become a, they, they kept it from becoming, you know, a campaign event. Uh, and then you had, let's move on to 16. We've already talked about it. They created the Russia hoax. That then impacted the 2018 election uh, because so many people went to the polls thinking that Trump had something to do with Russia. Trump and Republicans had something to do with Russia. Then it impacted the 2020 election because you still had the Russia hangover sitting there along with the Hunter Biden laptop from hell. And these are all the same people, Monica, all the same people. But then fast forward to 2022. And I I just want to kind of close with this, that that was designed, their whole scheme with raiding Mar-a-Lago in August of 2022, just last year. It was solely designed to take President Trump off the battlefield so nobody would want him to come in a campaign because the way these sick people think, oh, my God, a federal judge, uh, the FBI, they raided Mar-a-Lago. And then all of a sudden, Donald Trump would become this like, you know, they take him off the field. They would drop the fundraising. It was designed to influence the 2022 election, period. And I think a lot of rep- stupid Republicans don't understand that. Um, thank God the American public saw that, saw that for what it is. It's stuff that only happens in the third world. But that was the 2022 election that they attempted to influence and impact. It had the hiding of the Biden the Biden documents that 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 was a real problem, a real legitimate issue. You know, even though he was a United States senator running documents around, that gets covered up. So that influenced the 2022 election because you know that would that would you know in, impact the outcome. And here we are, 2024 already being impacted with this special counsel and everything else. So all of this stuff is related. I kind of ran you over a decade now of total corruption at the DOJ and FBI, and they get away with it every day, which is why the Republicans can't, you know, they have to see it in the big picture and they have to continue to investigate. Uh, Absolutely. And I don't know how we ever recover from this. And the depth of corruption is just too profound. But I guess step one is exactly what you're laying out, which is having congressional investigations with subpoena power, really excavating the facts and the truth, exposing it, and then uh, doing their best to to recommend prosecutions here. And I guess step two is to reelect President Trump but given what we've been through in the last couple of election cycles, Devin, I am just not confident that the deep state will ever allow for that. <laughs> well, look, you got they have they have what you know, they're planning. They're all you read it. You can read it on social media. Uh, the left, they're all giddy. They can't wait. Uh, you know, none of their buddies got busted. And in in, with the Durham report um, and they can't wait. They are expecting, you know, indictments in Georgia. They're really expecting big things out of this low life jack smith i think his name is uh that's running the uh, the special counsel into the mar-a-lago document hoax uh, stuff um no telling what they're going to do on january 6th so you know they've got all kinds of of visions in their head and they're not stopping um so there's there's more to come which is why the the republicans you know have to do everything they have in their power and that is they better get the subpoenas out quickly yes Absolutely. And look, you, you, now we've got the FBI and the DOJ uh, turning back these congressional subpoenas, refusing to turn over documents, including exactly. whistleblower documents and so on. They just don't care. The rule of law doesn't exist for them. This is what that we are in a soft tyranny. Maybe not even so soft anymore, Devin, but this yeah, is pretty no direct. Longer a pretty direct. Republic. Yeah, pretty direct. Yep. No, I mean, look, even, I mean, even with the violence, you know, they're not afraid to use violence either. 
Well, that's it. I mean, we are really in a totalitarian system now, and it is terrifying. That's why we need voices like you to continue to speak out. Devin Nunes, I just want to say you are the OG of the Russia hoax, okay? Maybe (laughs) Trump was the OG, but you're certainly the second one, and you've been absolutely exonerated and vindicated by this Durham report. So thank you for everything that you have done uh, on this issue throughout so many years. You're, you're very kind, Monica, and we'll, uh, we'll keep fighting here from True Social, keeping the airwaves open for everybody to communicate. Everybody get on True Social. If you're not already there, do it now. Do it today. I am there at Monica Crowley. And of course, Devin Nunes is the CEO of the Trump Media and Technology Group, which is True Social, and he is an American hero. Devin, thank you so much. Thanks a lot, Monica. Great to be with you. Well... What a show. Um, I can tell you guys that I did not get through half of what I wanted to bring you today on the Russia collusion hoax and the history of the deep state attacks on anybody who threatens their grip on power. So I promise you, going forward, we're going to cover more of this. I have so much to say, having worked with both Nixon and Trump. Uh, So I bring a very unique perspective to all of this. So you're not going to want to miss a second of the show going forward. I will say on Friday, we're going to be joined by Vivek Ramaswamy. Uh, He's going to join us for an extensive interview. We're going to ask him about all of this. This is one of my litmus tests for any candidate running on the Republican side. Where do you stand on the deep state? the DOJ, and the FBI in particular. So we'll talk to him about that, all right? So we've got that coming up here on Friday and big shows coming up next week. Have a great end to your week, and I will see you right back here on Friday. For 25 years, Stamps.com has made mailing and shipping easy. All you need is a computer and printer. Imagine mailing and shipping right from your desk, anytime. No traffic, no waiting, no hassle. Plus, Stamps.com gives you discounts up to 84%. Sign up for Stamps.com today. Use code PROGRAM for a four-week trial, plus postage and a digital scale. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.